Well, Alyssa Barrera Mason, thank you so much for taking time to come on this Corona Sode episode of the Echo Corpus Christi podcast. We're excited to visit with you today. Um, as the director of the Downtown Management District, we know that you've been working hard to balance uh, the needs of local businesses that operate downtown and in surrounding areas with the health issues that have arisen because of the coronavirus. So we're excited to get to talk to you today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for taking the time. And we're going to be mindful of of the clock today, and we're going to have you back on for a full-length episode uh, as soon as we can meet in person. So for purposes of today, let's go over a little bit about what downtown and the DMD, the Downtown Management District, has done since the coronavirus hit. And then we'll get into a little bit about the plans for the near-term future. So what has the experience been like since the coronavirus hit? Yeah, so um, we really sprung to action pretty quickly after, as soon as we realized that um, it was that week going into spring break where everything really kind of came to a head. um, And we realized that, you know, this value system that we've operated on, you know, since inception um, was temporarily going to have to change. And we were going to have to figure out how to encourage, you know, people really what the what the new normal was going to be. And it, it's taken a while for us to figure out what that looks like. And so, you know, it was leading up into that week where um, I think we were, we had some mass gatherings planned for our community over the weekend. Those got canceled. And then immediately that next Monday, um, our team had put together a list of restaurants that, you know, had to go f- food um, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, you know, people felt uncomfortable, you know, going to a restaurant and gathering in that way. I think by that Friday, the governor had closed all dining rooms. Mm -hmm. And so we had, I was really happy. I was really proud of my team. Um, They took that initiative, gathered that information and put that out on our channels to say like, hey, this is where you can get to go food from. Um, Because we realized there was going to be, um, there were going to be some changes and some challenges, um, to say the least, about about how our, our downtown businesses operated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so over the course of the last, say, six or eight weeks, since um, since the governor had closed the, da- the downtown dining rooms and other dining rooms across the city, <clears throat> what have you seen as far as participation from local residents coming downtown to, to be patrons of the businesses that were able to do curbside or, or to-go services? Yeah, so um, we... Our, our business, you know, the restaurants have always had to go options, mm-hmm. but uh, it, whenever the dining rooms were closed, they needed, they were going to have to switch to this as like their main <clears throat> form of operation for a while. Mm-hmm. And it actually, I don't know if you remember, but at that point in time, it was starting, like, it was difficult to get groceries, like right. grocery stores, there were lines outside, mm-hmm. like everyone was terrified to go to the grocery store. Like it was just kind of a weird time. And so, um, going, you know, getting food to go actually was an alternative to getting right. to eat during that time of, you know, period, because yes. unless you, you know, went through all of that trouble, it was, it was a little intimidating. There was a mm-hmm. lot of panic setting in. Um, so, you know, that was kind of the initial landing. And so I think that, you know, businesses saw some activity. Um, but as time has gone on, we have really tried to step in and we've launched a curbside champ program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult because you don't want to say go to this one restaurant. So our curbside champ program um, 
creates an incentive, uh, a cool t-shirt designed, mm -hmm. designed by Savannah Garza, who works for the DMD. She's a local graphic designer. She recently did the cover of The Bend. She's That's so right. talented. Um, she's a recent transplant from Austin. And um, so we worked she she kind of drew up a a really great design you know i it says i support local it's a cool shirt i'm gonna be mm -hmm. excited to wear it um and we said kind of challenge the public eat out five times tag us and when you do that we'll give you this shirt um you can't buy the shirt you can only earn it by mm -hmm. going out and actually supporting you know our downtown right. businesses and so i think it's a little fun way you know to to break up the monotony um personally i really enjoy like i'll decide what restaurant i'm gonna eat at this week and then i'll kind of plan my afternoon and take my little drive down mm -hmm. you know ocean drive and and pick it up and just kind of make a little make a little to do of it um because otherwise there's not really right a lot of places to go <laughs> um <laughs> right. but and now it's great because you know dining rooms are getting to open at a certain capacity mm -hmm. so that that will be added um but that's certainly not going to be enough business to this that's certainly not going to replace the volume right. that these restaurants had before. Um, so really a combination of these things is how we're going to get through this, this time. Sure. So what is the, what is the hashtag that they should use when they are participating in curbside champs? Hashtag curbside champ CC. Okay. And so we're monitoring the channels um, mm -hmm. and keeping, uh, you know, inventory of, of who's doing it and who's, who's participating. So you're kind of watching who's been naughty and who's been nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. <Always. Yeah. laughs> um, have you seen Have you seen uh, pretty diligent participation from Corpus Christi residents? Yeah, uh, we we uh, have quite a few participants. Somebody actually just completed the challenge, so we're really excited about that. Um, we had our first completion, um, and so we're hoping it catches on and you know gets a little bit more participation because again, um, it's business like we our downtown revitalization efforts, we had gotten to a certain point and we were pretty confident and we were moving forward and we were mm -hmm. picking up momentum. Um, but you know, if the impacts, you know, cause if people can't afford to have a business open anymore, right. then, you know, whenever we do get to the other side, um, mm -hmm. it's going to be, you know, that much harder to rebuild off of, um, you know, whatever phase that we're in. Mm -hmm. So we're really trying to, at this point, play defense. Um, and it comes down to, you know, deciding what I'm going to have for lunch today and trying to make sure that that money goes towards a downtown business. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's really kind of making sure you support local and understanding the impacts that it has. Absolutely. And, uh, and when we have our full length conversation, we'll talk a lot more about the statistics about how much money stays local when it's spent with a locally owned business. And, and those are fascinating stats. And I can't wait for that episode to come out in the future. Mm -hmm. For the purposes of this Coronasode, um, it is really important to remind folks that uh, without going into the statistics, I, I kind of will nerd out on those with you later. But um, I think it's really important for people to understand that locally spent money matters tremendously. And I'm not, I'm not dogging on chain restaurants or, you know, businesses that aren't based here. But when you're talking about, because they employ folks who live in Corpus too, right? So keeping them in business matters as well. But the impact of a locally spent dollar with a locally owned business is even more dramatic than it is a locally spent dollar with a chain business. So this program of curbside champs, getting people to come downtown to, to support locally owned businesses is critical for 
not just the business owners, but for their ability to employ people and to keep the momentum going that y'all have developed in downtown. Absolutely. I mean, you know, downtown, when we talk about downtown revitalization, um, it's it's all a numbers game. And so mm-hmm. the businesses that we have, they're locally owned, right? Almost universally. I think um, there's like two chains down there, but for the most part, everything is locally owned because um, if you're looking at like a corporate restaurant, it's going to go basically off of SBID. Right. Um, and so when we, we talk about really kind of building up our our downtown and making it you know, as vibrant, as beautiful and beautiful and um, busy as we all know it should be because we have, Mm -hmm. I think, undisputably just a beautiful, beautiful downtown. Um, And as we work to do that, it's only going to be with local businesses that we get Mm -hmm. to build up to that um, density and that capacity. And so it's just, again, so important that we don't lose, you know, the work of the last five to 10 years um, right. over one summer season. Like if we're going into like a very, a season where our businesses are used to um, really making their bread and butter. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there are statistics that um, over the summer, I think I was on a call earlier this week and they said four in 10 Americans are going to be trying to travel, you know, like a hundred miles. We're a little bit further from some major population centers. Hopefully that, you know, provides some support for mm-hmm. our restaurants, people, you know, kind of tired of being in the city. Um, but at that same time, you know, making sure that if trips were, you know, if trips were planned that, you know, instead of just holding up at home, maybe spend a, if you can afford to, of course, because I know people are in different economic right. situations mm-hmm. too right now. Um, but if you can afford to, to make sure that you provide that support to our local businesses, um, because it's just so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. And do you anticipate looking to the future, the near-term future, do you anticipate continuing the virtual art walks that uh, the DMD has been hosting the last couple months? And then what other um, events or opportunities do you see coming up in the near term for people to come downtown? Yeah. So um, we switched to virtual art walks uh, for April. um, And I think that we probably are going to continue to host it in that medium. Um, We have, I think about like 2000 people out, you know, walking around in the downtown area, um, typically on an art walk night, Mm -hmm. not to mention everyone who visits the businesses, but we really are. um, We switched to a virtual art walk. So you can, you know, hit up uh, some of our usual vendors, hit up their Etsy shops, hit up their websites. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the big changes I think that we're going to see just across the board is uh the move to that online storefront right um a lot of times with local business they have the brick and mortar storefront they may not have such a steep online presence um but now the online presence is going to i mean it's essential like if you don't have an online presence essentially you don't have a storefront at this point um so we're working with some of our businesses to try to build that up. Um, So we'll kind of incorporate that. Um, I think we're also trying to push people, you know, if you were going to eat out downtown on an art walk night, go ahead and go pick up curbside Mm -hmm. um, from that. So just really trying to kind of establish what is the new normal, at least for this summer season um, to where, you know, people aren't terrified in their homes, afraid to go out, afraid to go anywhere. Um, We're really trying to kind of map out what, how you can still engage and do it safely, keep mm-hmm. your family healthy. Um, but what that, what that looks like. And so we're really excited. Um, we, we were, a, we had just finished the voting on our electrical box murals for this mm-hmm. year. Um, 
right, you know, right in March. And so um, there was a little bit of a delay with the paint supply, but we now have the artists out, um, you know, decorating those murals. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we're going to launch, I'm excited about it. We're going to launch kind of a driving tour guide um, once those get finished and hopefully have that kind of to roll out Mm -hmm. uh, for June. So that can, again, gives people an opportunity. I mean, in Corpus Christi, since the beginning, one of the funnest things to do is to take a drive, you know, down Ocean sure. Drive and drive around downtown. That's mm-hmm. just, it's like a tradition. It's like very old That's fashioned, right. but um, <laughs> That's right. I think, you know, that'll, we'll get back, we're get, already kind of getting a little bit back to those simpler times. And so hopefully mm-hmm. um, that, you know, continues to be a popular thing and we can just really emphasize how what a nice experience that is and maybe kind of package that along with um coming to visit a business you bet you bet so i know that one of the things at the at the forefront of the dmd as y'all are thinking about how to um, reopen downtown especially under the governor's orders is the balance of the need for supporting local businesses but recognizing um, the need also to be wise with gatherings and the health concerns that can come from too many folks. Are there other, are there other plans to, um, to work with local businesses? I know we had talked a little bit before recording about some other cities that have some uh, initiatives in their downtowns that might be coming to Corpus Christi as well. Yeah. So um, there it's kind of, it's a twofold thing. We're really working on finally, um, correcting some of the administrative bureaucratic challenges we had had with sidewalk cafes. Um, you know, sometimes in emergency situations, they spur us to finally adopt to some, or finally address some like an idea that we've had that we've never had time to get mm-hmm. to. So right. um, there was like a little technicality with sidewalk cafes that had made those uh, difficult. We hadn't had any permitted. So mm-hmm. um, we, I think are going to spend the next, you know, couple of days, week um really trying to work that out and then awesome we're also looking at um parklets which are essentially like small pop-ups in parking spaces i don't know at this point i mean there's a lot of logistical Mm -hmm. things we need to figure out to figure out how to make that safe but um you know previously the on-street parking was so highly valued that we couldn't sacrifice any on-street parking spaces to create parklets and so Mm um it's been done across the country. It's getting really popular right now. And so that's something that we're probably going to look at, um, you know, and then kind of figure out from there and test things out. Cause that's really what we got to do in this time is, is kind of experiment and see what works. Um, so hopefully we'll see something, something developing and we'll work really hard to try to make it happen. Absolutely. You know, you hit such a great point there, Alyssa, that sometimes these challenging times like this really lead to innovation. And sometimes innovation is simply cutting some red tape, but other times it's the idea of creating um, a business model that didn't already exist, at least in, in Corpus Christi or in our city. So it's fun to hear about these new opportunities. Is there anything else that you are excited about in the near term for downtown? I mean, I just think uh, the importance of it. It's interesting because um restaurants are going to become increasingly important, especially over, you know, this coming season, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when other things are not potentially going to be opening up as quickly, you know, one of our main businesses downtown is bars. Um, And so I understand that there are some real health concerns with kind of full freight, those going ahead, you know, and returning to normal. And so um, I think, you know, uh, across the 
place management, you know, downtown management industry, it's becoming very clear that restaurants are going to really be the catalyst um, for the time being, and especially when it comes to recovery. Mm -hmm. So um, we're really excited just about, you know, figuring out this, moving the primary place of operation, exploring, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to get that to the outside where there's a little bit more space, trying to figure that out. And then, you know, we'll keep, we're on calls almost daily with other communities trying to identify what is the best practice? What is somebody doing that looks good? Mm -hmm. Um, Is that something we can adopt here? And I'm really proud of our team because I think we've we've built a strong enough team that they are able to take these ideas really quickly and we kind of workshop them and we, we implement them. So there's like a very quick turnaround. Um, And that's really important to being able to, you know, respond and Mm -hmm. keep, keep our, you know, business cohort, like our group of downtown businesses on the cutting edge and, you know, as quickly adopting as quickly as possible. So, um, you know, I don't know exactly what the future, (laughs) what that future holds, but I'll tell you the couple of things that we're working on right now, I'm, I'm excited about. um, And I think that, you know, we'll continue to adopt, um, adopt to the situation and figuring out how to, how to survive because that's really the only option. That's where we are. That's right. Yeah. For sure. Well, Alyssa, why don't you go ahead and share with uh, the listeners where they should go to find the restaurants that are serving curbside. Um, and then I think that they're, if they can be directed to your website or a place like that, that'd be really helpful. Yeah. So we've made it super simple to be able to participate in the curbside champ program. Um, you just go to go downtown cc.com slash support local. We have a list of all of the restaurants that are open right now. We have a link to their menus. So mm-hmm. literally just go on there, scroll through, see what sounds good. Click. You can see what you can order. Um, give them a hauler and then just, you know, Put on a good playlist, sweet, you know, drive down Ocean Drive, pick up your food, come back home, wash your hands and, mm-hmm. um, you know, enjoy some delicious food and know that you're you're helping our city while you do it. Um, and then post a picture of it. Tag us. Hashtag curbside champ CC. Um, we'll monitor that. And when you hit five of those, you know, we'll contact you to get your shirt size and then you'll be, um, you know, styling in the <laughs> I support local uh, shirt. And honestly, it's it's really, it's a good, it's a cute shirt. It was really mm-hmm. important for us to make it something that we knew people would actually want. So um, we're really proud of that. It has some really iconic Corpus Christi, um, you know, symbols and mm-hmm. two colors. You can pick pink or blue. So, um, you know, we just love for everyone to participate and kind of have that Um have that be a part of this really interesting time <laughs> that we're all experiencing <laughs> together. Well, thank you so much for taking time to come on this Corona set. I really appreciate uh, your time this this morning and also all of your dedication and your team's hard work and supporting all of uh, all of our local businesses downtown. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it.